This is an avocado, and this is a podcast that makes this an avocado podcast. You are now listening to The Young God, a podcast for the gods. First, breathe. Take several deep breaths and witness the power of your body to keep you alive in this moment. In through the nose, out through the mouth. In through the nose, hold it, hold it, out through the mouth. Hello and welcome to The Young God. I'm Rodney and as you all know, Valentine's Day is just around the corner. It's a time to celebrate love and other drugs. It's the season to be keezing, as in kissing. I'm so right guys, forgive me. Speaking of seasons, have you all noticed that it's Agbalumo season? Is it just me? For my international listeners, Agbalumo is a peculiar little fruit that is unique to West Africa also known as African cherry. It is orange in color with a peach-colored inner flesh. It's hella juicy too, and sticky and messy. What's really peculiar about this fruit is that, in general, it has a sour, tangy taste, but at its sweetest, it is one of the sweetest fruits in the world, if not the sweetest. Like, the taste is perfect. This is not an exaggeration, I promise you. Nigerians, y'all can concur. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Agbalomo is undefeated in sweetness. Even when it's sour, it's still a delight to bite. Talk less of when you find a sweet one. And unlike other fruits, there's no outward indication of sweetness. It's just inshallah and vibes you never know what version you're about to get but once you hit that one in a hundred sweet one you know it so we nigerians would gladly buy a bag of this cunning little fruit we will buy a bag every day that is in season in the hopes of stumbling upon that elusive perfectly sweet akbaluma fruit and ladies and gentlemen that is what love is like That is what love is like. We will keep trying. We will keep meeting people. Keep putting ourselves out there in the hopes of tasting that sweet, sweet love. People like me, the brave, will willingly keep kissing frogs and tasting sour fruits just because true love is worth it. If you know, you know. People who say stuff like, love is not important in marriage, have no idea what they're talking about. Love is important in everything, especially marriage. And I'm not talking about the the chemical reactions in the brain. I mean, actually liking who you're with and them liking you back and treating each other with respect, with love. That's that sweetness that never gets old. I spoke about this in last week's episode, so I won't get into it again. But if you've ever loved and been loved in return, then you know it is worth a thousand failures. 
That's how I feel, at least. And maybe it's just me, but... I just want somebody to die for Just as our taste buds are different, love is sort of unique to everybody. It's like a fingerprint or a strand of DNA. Everyone has that small detail that makes their version of love unique to them. Don't assume that the way you see it is the way another person would. Don't assume that the way it is in movies is all there is. It's just one writer's or director's point of view. They're expressing their idea of love as they know it. I learned that for myself after being in a very special relationship four years ago. I learned how I showed love and how I needed to be loved. I learned how my traumas required a unique touch by my partner. Whatever she was used to in her last relationship wouldn't apply in our own world. She had to learn that and I had to communicate it to her. And once we crossed that bridge, things really blossomed. It became sweet, guys. We found Agbalomo in a hopeless place. <laughs> <laughs> you know um, so yeah I learned a lot about myself through her and that's what the best relationships do they unravel you they reveal you to you there's only so much you can learn about yourself by yourself intimacy with others reveals aspects of our personality which we never knew existed that's what they call depth substance two of the most exquisite things in a person two of the things that we really find by looking inside ourselves for it. Depth and substance are found in what we can learn from the people and things around us, the stories we take in. When you learn those stories, you learn experiences that fill you up, that expand your understanding. You add layers to your soul and personality. That's why, if you notice, the more you get to know a person, the more you fall for them, love them, and continue to desire them. It becomes a unique bond that you guys share. Who wouldn't want to build a relationship on that sort of thing? I mean, the people who say you don't need love are those too lazy to do the actual emotional work. So they limit marriage to a mere partnership or business transaction. Don't let their cynicism confuse you. They know nothing and I feel bad for them. It's a pity because no agbalimo for them. Shit. Love you like summertime, summer nights, summer days. Just breaking this heart of mine. Whenever you go away, I love you like summertime, summer nights, summer days. Just breaking this heart of mine. Whenever you go away. You know how I like analogies, so I'm gonna use an artistic metaphor to illustrate my view of love. Loving a person is like sculpting. See yourself as a sculptor. When you first meet someone, they're like a block of marble or stone. You don't know what they're made of. You don't know what they will be by being with you. And then by your actions, by the way you love them and treat them, you chip away at this block until it turns into something potentially beautiful or ugly. When you love someone properly, they blossom. When you love them improperly, they wilt. Knowing this, I've always committed myself to the noble cause that whoever I'm with, be it a wife, girlfriend, 
or a summer lover, they must be better by being with me. They must be better for being with me, not worse. If I can't do that, if I can't bring myself to that standard, then it's better for me not to get involved. Save us both the trouble. Because I've seen how toxic relationships damage people. I've seen how people become the darker version of themselves as a result of what some thoughtless people did to them. You know what I mean? We don't think about these things enough, and we should. We really should. Hmm. People lose themselves and it takes years to get it back. Some never do, and it's sad. I'm always conscious of this, and so I try to bring my best self to my interactions, especially with my women, especially for my women. You all deserve the best of me. That's a story for another day. Things like paying keen attention to their moods, paying attention to what was said and what was left unsaid, and filling in the blanks with understanding and respect, being vulnerable, authentic, empathic. These are the qualities that great artists make, huh. both in love and in life, both in love and in art. This doesn't mean I'm a perfect boyfriend. It just means that I try. It's the least I can do. It's the least anyone can do. Try. And when the relationship has run its course, we both leave feeling like we did the best we could with what we had and what we knew. And we take those lessons and apply them with someone new in the hopes that maybe that will work out. And if it doesn't, we move. I don't have that assumption of a relationship ending in marriage as the end goal or a relationship must be a certain length for it to mean something. If you think that way, you're only hurting yourself. For me, when you meet someone, when you meet a person, and you make a connection, let the connection, let the relationship be what it is. Just be yourself, bring your best self, do the things that you can do. It may be five minutes, five hours, five days, five months, five years, a lifetime, five lifetimes. Just let it develop organically the way it is meant to, based on your skill as that artist. This way, if it ends or lasts, you will be softer from having been loved so authentically. I've been loved by amazing women and I am so soft. Other people are hardened by the negative experiences they've, they've faced, but I am fortunate that I have had the company of some very choice women and I am better for it. My heart stays open. I always have hope that I will find the exact kind of love I need to make this cold world a little warmer. Call me naive. Maybe I've been spoiled, but I like this version of me. This soft, warm, kind, open, hopeful, naive Rodney. It's God, yo. It's God. There are three types of people, right? The people who have a hard time letting love in. The people who are built for love, ready to love, be it a devil or an angel. The love is pure and guaranteed. And there are those who are searching for someone who could love them in a way that they deserve. Where do you fall in? Let me, let me re recite that again. There are, people who, there are people who have a hard time letting love in. There are those who are built for love. They're, 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 they're made of love. And then there are those who are searching for someone who could love them in the way that they deserve, in their own unique way. As for me, I think I'm searching for someone to love me in the way I deserve because I'm an individual, like I'm one of one. 
there is no one like me. Like I have unearthed a lot of myself that, you know, it's just impossible for me to just settle for a general kind of love. You know what I mean? The more of an individual you become, the less general ideas of love apply to you. Your eyes and heart stay searching for something unique to you and the vision of life you want. No square pegs and round holes around here. It's a gift and a curse because even when I meet someone who makes sense on paper, it's still hard for me to really see a future with them if that detail is missing. But at the same time, I'm confident that with my open nature, I will stumble upon my sweet, sweet Agbalomo in time. It's a numbers game after all. Every sour Agbalomo makes you appreciate the sweet ones you find when you find them. Every relationship teaches us hard lessons. That's the gift to make us ready for the day when someone, maybe the one, walks in who could truly love us and we could truly love them. I don't know about you, but I stay ready. Baby girl, wherever you are, wherever, whenever, we are meant to be together. I will find you and I will do the needful. In the meantime, I'm gonna keep facing myself, I mean, facing my front, focusing on myself, preparing myself for your arrival. I will not fuck it up. Bet. You know, I was gonna talk about love languages. That was the plan for this episode. I was gonna talk about love languages and how they have nothing to do with love. Them being just things we like. But somehow, I ended up here. It must be Dagbalomo. I'm seriously craving. Either way, I think it worked out because everything I've said on this episode, everything I've said on this episode is as real and as pure as it gets. I don't think I'll ever express it better than I did today. What do you think? What do you think? Did it resonate? You might want to put in one or two more listens to really peep the message. In the meantime, I hope that those of you who have someone, who have somebody in your life, do the most this Valentine's Day. Notice I said, those of you who have someone, that was an intentional use of words because it doesn't matter if it's marriage or dating or just sex, even if it's a best friend. If you have someone who likes you and who you like, who enjoys your company, who fucks with you, you're lucky and you deserve to celebrate it. Happy Valentine's Day, guys. Be extra, be cheesy, be extra cheesy. Thank you for listening. Subscribe to the podcast to get notified because next week I'm comparing relationships to algebra. You're going to want to know what that's about. Oh, and please share. I'm pretty sure someone you know needs to hear this. This is light. This is love. And we need to share that as often and as often as possible. Be sure to follow the podcast on IG at The Young God Pod and Twitter at I Am The Young God for exclusive content. My DMs are always open and I can't wait to hear from you guys. One last thing. (laughs) There's a donation link in the description of this episode and every other episode. Your support is appreciated if you feel moved to support this podcast financially. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Until next week, I'm your host Rodney and this is The Young God. <laughs>